I love this Mass. It's good to pray together after all the ceremonies, even sometimes the overly long, drawn-out ceremonies. It's good to be together. It's where we belong. You guys look pretty good, most of you. Actually, pretty darn good. Patrick, you're a little wobbly. Yeah, it's like my throat is hammered, right? It's like two and a half hours of shouting in really loud environments, so I'm like, you know, got my cough drops over there. But this is where we belong, right? Um, It's where we belong. There are so many new things to take away from these last days, right? We have new relationships. We have new levels of relationships. So Logan, congratulations. He's engaged to Abby, right? It's good. Logan, you would have been the dumbest kid ever to graduate from Carroll if you had not asked Abby. Like, you should, it's good you're moving on that because she's amazing. So congratulations to you both. It's great. Um, we got a new Bishop Vetter line inspired clothing. You know, we're going to have a Bishop Vetter line of clothing coming out. Um, it's going to be amazing. Dr. Sex going to love it. It's going to be incredible. Also this, newness. You guys, I didn't know these existed. <laughs> this is hilarious. I realized as, so thank you to those who, who brought some of the best bourbon that you can purchase to the party last night. So I had a little. But then I thought how funny this is. And people were laughing at me and I realized it looks hilarious. <laughs> it's a red solo cup. Like what are we doing? Are we trying to teach you know, two-year-olds how to play beer pong? Is that how <laughs> we're starting early? But this is, this is great. Um, so I didn't know that existed. So there's lots going on that's new. So graduates, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot going on in your hearts. And it's good if there is, okay? You need, to, you need to let some things settle for a long time, actually. Not just days, not just weeks. But take this to prayer and let things settle in your heart. Um, because the Lord has a lot to tell you in these next days, weeks, months, even years about your time here at Carroll. That's why it's a real blessing to have some alums from many moons ago. Um, it's really good to have you here. And it's good to have you here. It might be your first time in All Saints Chapel, so welcome. Um, you're part of this by being a part of Carol. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being with us. To those who just graduated, if, if leaving Carol's a tad bittersweet, that's a good thing. It means your heart was here. And it's always good to be with people you love. It's hard to leave, you know, and not be together. So my heart is bittersweet because this class was amazing. Um, But also, if that's the case, then also this. I hope that your heart is full of newness with a great spirit of adventure at what God is doing and what he is going to do. And that spirit of newness is all over the second reading today. It's all throughout the, the Easter season, but especially today. We get the very end of the book of Revelation. The end of it all, the end of the whole story, the biblical story. And we see this. I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. The former heaven and the former earth had passed away. And then the one who sits on the throne, Jesus, the lamb who was slain, who is risen. He says, 
he'll wipe every tear from the eyes of his people. There'll be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain, for the old order has passed away. The old things pass away into the newness of God. And then it finishes here. And the one who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. I make all things new. That's God. He is the creator and the maker of new things. For all of us. Not just for the little ones we have here. I met little Valentina yesterday. She's out there. She is the cutest thing ever. You got to see her before you leave. She's like three months old, tiny. Little new life, right? Little ones running around, okay? But then those of us who have been around for longer, that newness of God is for every single one of us. He makes all things new. St. Paul says, whoever's in Christ is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The old has passed away. The new has come. Friends, do we live that? Do we live as if the new has come? Not that it will come when we die, but that it has come. That's the goal. That's the call. That's what we're all about is living the newness of God right now. So graduates, I was thinking about this for you. You know, you're not the same as when you arrived at Carroll and stepped into Guadalupe Hall. You're not the same. The old has passed away. Thank God. <laughs> the new has come, right? The old has passed and the new has come. Do you remember, just remember for a little bit in your own mind going into Guadalupe Hall, right? I've lived in Guadalupe Hall for 15 years now. That place is hilarious. There is so much energy in Guad Hall, but it's a nervous energy because people come to Carroll for the first, their college for the first time and they don't know if they're gonna make it. They don't know if anyone's gonna like them. They don't know how to do their laundry. It's just all this nervous energy and like, you know, you meet new people and immediately you're best friends, but you're really not best friends because you don't know anything about the person at all. It's just you need someone next to you, right? So you're like, you're my best friend. What's your name? <laughs> You're not that anymore. You're not that. The old has passed and new has come. You faced your fears. You faced challenges and difficulties and stuff way more significant than the pandemic, okay? Can we just, can we bury the word unprecedented? forever because the thing is if you know your history what you guys went through is not unprecedented like people have gone through stuff like this that's actually way worse okay so let's bury that word you face challenges and difficulties that are way hugely significant some of you in your families right some of you in your own hearts and facing those things has changed you. You're different. You're much more substantial now. That's why we have this. 
I want you and your faith to be like this, substantial and strong. I don't care about pretty. I don't think God does either. He likes beautiful. And for those with the eyes to see, that's beautiful because it's his creation that's elevated to the highest purpose that anything created could possibly be used for. The altar of God where the sacrifice of the mass is celebrated. You're more like that now than when you came because when we build on the foundation of God's love, he makes us rock-like. He makes us substantial and he makes us ready and you are ready. You're ready to leave this beautiful place called Carol and you're ready to go into the world to bring nothing less than Jesus, nothing less than him. You're ready for that. You have new capacities that God has placed in your hearts that you don't even know you have yet because a lot of those new capacities only emerge and come to fruition when you need them, when God wants you to know you have them. And oftentimes it's through difficulty and challenge when you have to dig in and you have to be substantial in a moment, when you have to live your faith, when it'd be easy to take a simple compromised path, when you have to suffer things because this life is full of suffering. It's not our home. Our home's in heaven. We're on pilgrimage. Our home's in heaven. So this life will be full of suffering and loss and difficulty. But when we face that with Christ, built on the foundation of his love, everything changes how we face those realities. So you're ready. You have capacities you don't know you have yet. And you have responsibilities. You have responsibilities that you need to step into. Bishop Better yesterday, Jesus loves you and he likes you. Even Dr. Sack. He loves you and he likes you. But also this, he wants to involve you in the work that he is doing to save souls. He loves you, perfect. That's a strong foundation. He likes you, he chooses you, he enjoys being around you. But he also wants to involve you to not be a passive observer of a world that is losing its mind and its heart and its soul but to engage it to bring your heart and your mind and your soul to the world formed in him through him and with him and in him to go into the world and bring yourself to get involved just as he did the great gift of the incarnation is that God gets involved 
Now, he was doing that all throughout the Old Testament. He's done it ever since the beginning of creation. He's stayed involved with his creation. But man in Jesus, it takes on a whole nother level. Jesus takes on flesh as we hear in Revelation. Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. He's never stopped dwelling with us in the most intimate way possible. He gives us himself in the Eucharist to be within us. But that means we're called and charged to be about his work. We have the great privilege of being about his work. Have you ever thought about that? All of us here, we have the great privilege of being about his work. And there's nothing more important in the world than the work that God is doing. So be about it. Get involved. Stay involved. And the thing is this. St. Augustine, when he talks about God in his famous book 10 of the Confessions, he says, O beauty ever ancient, ever new, late have I loved thee. He calls God beauty, capital B, O beauty ever ancient and ever new. That's the thing. God's work is always new. It's never tired. It's never sterile or barren or worn out. The work that he does in every age is always new. And yet it's connected back to him who is ever ancient. We have a foundation that is ever ancient and then amazing new possibilities. And boy, is that needed in the world. Newness and hope, but newness and hope that's grounded in something that's actually real, God himself. How do we stay about that plan of God and the work that he wants to do? This new commandment of love. It's all about what we fall in love with and who we fall in love with. I hope, I pray that you have fallen in love with Jesus Christ during your time at Carroll. If you haven't, I hope and pray that you will because there's no love that's greater. There's nothing more worthy of your heart, of your time, your talent, your attention, it's the great adventure of life to fall in love with the God who loves us so much. Fall in love and love well, not measured, but full and free. Love intensely. That's for you, Ashley. Love intensely. Let it be intense, your love for Jesus and your love for others. And then the great adventure opens up. I'll close with this. You've seen these your entire time at Carroll. Okay? St. John Paul II, Carroll College is meant to be a beacon to the church in the Northwest. Okay, you can't be a beacon if you stay here. Beacons shine their light and that light goes out. You are that light to go out. So we need to go out. But we stay connected to our Lord through loving him. And John Paul II he needed youth 
Bishop Benner needed youth last night. He needs you. The church needs you. So he said this, John Paul. Dear young people, the church needs genuine witnesses for the new evangelization. Men and women whose lives have been transformed by the encounter with Jesus. I hope that's happened here. Men and women who are capable of communicating this experience to others. That's the mission. To communicate your experience of Jesus to other people. Because every heart needs his love. Every single one. Whether they know it or not. Whether they're aware or not. Our hearts are made for him. And they're restless until they rest in him. St. Augustine. And then St. John Paul II. The church needs saints. Not halfway people. Not slightly better than average. Saints. That's the adventure. All are called to holiness. And holy people alone can renew humanity. Holy people alone. So my friends, be holy. Do not be afraid. Be free. Be free men and women because that's who you are in Jesus Christ.